Hi there everyone and welcome back to Nika Live. It is so nice to get the opportunity to catch up with all of you again. I know it has been a little while, but you've been busy, we've been busy. But without further ado, I think we should get cracking with the first little Nika Live in a while. So let's get started. Hi there everyone and welcome back to Nika Live. We are back for another couple of episodes before the end of 2021. And it has been an incredible year for the National Electrical Contractors Association. It was so good to see you all in person at the NECA convention and trade show in Nashville. And I know that we have all enjoyed the times when we've managed to get all the way back together in person this year. It's also been so good to be your host for NECA Live here all throughout the year. So a huge thank you to every single one of you who have tuned in. Now this week, it's time for another really important and timely update on Nika's efforts on diversity, equity and inclusion. Today we are joined by a very special member of Nika's DE&I task force to discuss his passion for this important topic as well as what Nika has been up to nationally and within his own chapter. So I am really delighted to welcome Edwin Lopez, the Executive Secretary of New York Electrical Contractors Association. Nika New York City chapter. Uh, happy Monday, Edwin. Thank you so much for coming and joining us. Good afternoon. How are you, David? Fantastic. It is lovely to be able to join you. I think it is so great that in these weird days, Edwin, that I can be in Ireland, you can be in New York, and everybody can be watching us from wherever they are. So it is so good of you to be so generous with your time. I know that we are all super busy at the minute. So look, I want to get straight to it. Tell me what was your reaction when you heard that Nika first decided to attack DE and I head on with this really important task force? Well, when I had a conversation with David Long and he told me that he was going to institute a national program of diversity, equity and inclusion and belonging, I was very excited. We had been discussing this for a long time. And the fact that we're doing this at a national level is critically important because if the national le leaders don't believe that it's necessary, there will be no change. So I'm very excited. And it is wonderful to see so much energy and so much passion. Uh, so tell me, how has uh, DE and I been a real focus for you in New York City and, and what progress have you seen? Before I do that, I, I think it, there's a couple of things that I'd like to say. I, I wanted to applaud David Long and National League for their action. David Long and Lonnie Stevenson, president of the IBEW, began this effort with a joint statement letter, which is very powerful. And if I could, I'd like to just read one paragraph of it. Absolutely. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, IBEW, and NECA are committed to promoting and embracing a culture change across the electrical construction industry. The success and viability of ECI depends on holding its members accountable at all levels, job sites, and office affiliates. Equity and inclusion and a workplace that fosters respect, acceptance, and is free from discrimination is critical for ensuring the future of ECI. The IBEW and NECA maintain a zero tolerance policy that is deeply woven into the industry-wide code and standards of excellence. Through awareness campaigns, training and education, the IBEW and NECA stand together in championing 
diversity and inclusion policies, practices, and initiatives. So I think that that statement is a mouthful and it's just amazing that both uh, national leaders uh, came out with that joint letter. Yeah, it's so incredibly powerful, isn't it, to see that it is at the centre of their strategy moving forward, Edwin. It must be so encouraging for for you because I know this is a real passion area for you. My personal story is, is probably the subject of another conversation, but I would say that I've been at this a long, long time. And um, I just was talking about David Long. He has appointed uh, General Ronald Bailey, the Vice President of Development and Leadership. And he's hit the ground running. He has a stated vision, mission, and values for the task force. And he also has a strategic plan for the task force. And I just, once again, if I may, would like to just read a couple of bullet points. Sure thing. The vision is empowering a cultural shift in diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging through education, opportunity, awareness, and open dialogue. The mission, develop an awareness and education platform to foster a work environment within the electrical industry that supports each person's unique differences. We will strive to create a long-term cultural shift on national and local levels where each person can thrive and be empowered to contribute to the overall success of our industries. The values, realize the potential of all people, respect and welcome differences, drive innovation, take action against injustices, create and embrace a sustainable transformation, support all people of all backgrounds in the electrical industry. I think that's fantastic. And and it is so obvious that it is a, a truly a central priority. And I know that in your area and in your region, you have been working really hard to to see progress and to make change. What sort of results have you been seeing? In New York City, we've had some tremendous success that's been going on for decades. Back in 1961, Local Union Number no. 3 opened up the apprenticeship which was historically father and son union and opened it up to the public. As a matter of fact, two of my uncles were in that, it's affectionately called the class of a thousand. Two of my uncles were in that first class of a thousand. In addition, Local 3 has formed ethnic organizations. Uh, 1958, they formed the uh, African-American organization, the Lewis Howard Latimer Progressive Association, a fraternal organization. They also formed the Santiago Iglesias Educational Society, which is the organization of the Latino electrical workers in Local 3, of which I am a product of my father, Jose Lopez, uh, worked very closely with Harry Van Osdale Jr. and uh, were the original, one of the founding, my father was one of the founding members of that organization. And then about uh, 15 years later, they formed a uh, woman's organization called Amber Light. Now, these organizations help these specific groups of members develop leaders and encourage them to participate in, in the union, run for office. And as a matter of fact, many of the officers and elected and, and appointed officers in the local union are black, Latino, and women. Also in Local 3, there is, uh, in the collective bargaining agreement, there's specific language to diversity. All apprentices must take diversity training, and all foremen must also take diversity training as well. NECA New York City has formed a diversity, equity, and inclusion task force. We talk about diversity at all meetings, finance, executive board, and general membership meetings. 
On a monthly basis, we track the diversity and supervision. We also track the percentage of minority terminations. We send out uh, communications to our members and their statistics regularly. We don't tell them what to do, but we have a program of information and awareness that encourages our members to pay attention to the statistics. In many cases, uh, many of our members are so large, there are a couple of layers of leadership that handle the decisions regarding supervision and terminations, which is why we work closely with our uh, contractors to provide them that information. Just last month, NECA New York City held a diversity class for our executive board. It was put on by Cornell University at, uh, from the ILR school. We had 24 participants. It was a six-week, two-hour class. We had some very candid conversations regarding race, diversity, how to achieve it, uh, what we can do as leaders in our own companies to affect change. We talked about privilege and microaggressions, and it was just an eye-opening, wonderful experience. Um, people were uncomfortable at first. And then, it, you know, people got open and they got honest and they got vulnerable and they got transparent. And it was just an amazing experience. I think everybody, you know, we were together as a group of 24 and then broke out into small groups. This was done online. But at the end, we had 24 participants. And at the end of the day, everyone walked away with a good experience and understanding of how to affect change and why it would be good for the company. Also in New York City, we have a program called Construction Skills 2000. Construction Skills 2000 is a pre-apprenticeship training program that in its 21-year uh, existence has placed over 2,400 men and women, predominantly of color, to various trade, apprentice trade programs. And that, that's, a, that's a subject of another conversation, which is an amazing, there's nothing like it in the country. And I believe it becomes the standard for what uh, needs to be done throughout this country. And, I, and I'm also happy to say that I'm a proud board member since day one under the leadership of Building Trades President Gary LaBarbera. Well, Edwin, huge uh, achievement, huge commitment, but also huge results as well. And I know that there will be lots of other areas and regions around the country that might like to enhance their diversity, equity and inclusion efforts. Do you have any advice or lessons that you could share? Well, as a matter of fact, part of the responsibility of the task force is to put together a list of best practices and we do that we have conversations at uh, the different events that we that we you know attend the national uh, NECA uh, events but we we suggest that everybody form a diversity equity and inclusion committee in your chapter study the demogra the demographics of the percentage of minorities in your your unit your your local union your chapter based on the numbers have conversations of how your chapter can affect change Reach out to other chapters that have had success and ask for help. And New York City is certainly uh, available, and I'm doing it as we speak, working with other chapters, trying to be helpful and share the best practices and experiences. And quite frankly, just how to get started. General Bailey has begun what he's calling the uh, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion and Belonging Initiative. He's asking all chapters to adopt a school, a trade school or a high school, speak to the students encourage them to want to apply to our apprenticeship programs. 
when you do this, you have to involve the local union, the local JAC. You want to recruit a vendor or a contractor. Well, we've got a number of these programs in effect as we speak, and we've got vendors and contractors that are helping finance, because this costs money to do pre-apprenticeship training. And this is actually happening as we speak in St. Louis with Local One, IBEW, and Neeker. As a matter of fact, they're the first local union in the country to appoint the director of diversity. His name is Sylvester Taylor. This is also happening in Milwaukee, and we're having conversations with parties as we speak in Austin, Texas. We're having preliminary conversations with other chapters and very encouraged about what's happening. The vendors that, uh, and it's and like I said, it costs money to do these pre-apprenticeship training programs and Milwaukee Tool, 3M, and Saks Electric have already committed to participate and, are work, and we are working on other industry partners. And it's that partnership, isn't it, that really helps make a difference. So let's talk a little bit more about the value of diversity, equity and inclusion in our industry in particular. Not only does it help expand the workforce, but it also makes the industry a much richer place. Edwin, would you agree? Absolutely. Diversity adds different a different perspective, ideas and leadership styles. If we're going to do any, if we continue to do things the way we've always done them, we get stale and we miss the opportunity for new and fresh thinking. So the ability to diversify your company has tremendous uh, impacts other than the recruitment of skilled tradespeople, men and women. Yeah, there's a whole host of, of benefits. And not only does it, uh, you know, I, I'm always reminded of this phrase that you cannot be what you cannot see. And simply seeing other individuals that are like you, that have the same culture, background, and, and even in terms of uh, all aspects of diversity, including neurodiversity, it really does help uh, improve the, the workplace on every single dimension. So how do you hope to see Nika continue to address diversity, equity and inclusion in the future? What's on the road ahead and what are you most excited about? Well, it's only been and, and it's been a year and a half, a little more than a year and a half since the task force started and General Bailey uh, came on to Nika as the vice president. But in, um, in a very short period of time, many, many things have happened. So it's very exciting to witness the conversation, the willingness for people to have conversations. And as I said, you know, in some of the conversations that we had when we did the diversity training in New York City, people became honest, they became vulnerable, um, and they became willing to do some examination and to affect change. There's talk of a uh, national diversity conference which will be the first ever in uh, this May. David Long is committed to affect change and create an industry that is promoting and embracing cultural change throughout this industry. So it's just amazing what's taken place. And of course, it takes lots of individuals who are passionate, who are engaged, who are enthusiastic and ambitious about making sure that they can make a difference, not just for themselves, but for future generations as well. Uh, Edwin, if anyone wants to get in touch with you and find out a little bit more about your work, where can they find you? So my name is Edwin Lopez. I am the executive secretary of NECA New York City. Email is L-O-P-E-Z at nyeca.org 
Wonderful. Edwin, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. It has been wonderful to have you here. Hopefully, next time, I'll get to see you in person. Cool. Thank you very much, David. Thank you so much, Edwin. And of course, thanks to every single one of you for tuning in for what is such an important topic for the entire family here at NECA, but the entire industry as well, as we all work together to move forward. So thank you for joining us as we return here uh, for LinkedIn Live. And remember, we will be back on Mondays and as part of the NECA Podcast Network. We've got just one more episode next week before the holidays and the new year. So that will be it for 2021. So I hope you all have a great week. I hope you're all staying safe and I'll catch you next time on Nika Live.